Good morning and welcome to the JRH Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Haran. That intro song was Control by Aaron Taus. Um, we got a lot of talked about or talk about with NFL Week 17 here on Monday, December 28th. I'm actually doing this really early in the morning after Sunday night, but it'll probably be up Monday morning. Um, with this podcast, we're going to mainly be going over Week 16 action that we saw and recap it and what to look forward to in Week 17. Um, and then we'll also have, we had one big MLB trade that we'll go over maybe near the end of things, but we'll just go over the main headlines with the NFC and AFC wildcard races and what we got going on with the league and like what we can look, um, see what's going to happen in week 17. So we'll start off with the NFC wildcard race, um, over there in the NFC, the only two or three teams that have not clinched a spot yet are the Rams, Cardinals, and Bears. Big thing this week was the Bears jumping the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals had a rough loss there against the 49ers, who were starting C.J. Beathard. That's a loss you can't afford um, in a playoff race like this. Um, I was stunned when they lost. As a Bears fan, I was really hoping they would lose, and when they lost, I got really hyped up. Um, And this ultimately resulted in the Bears controlling their own destiny. Bears looked really good. Um, they crushed the Jaguars. It was close at half, but they pulled away in the third quarter where they'd struggled a lot. Um, and I mean, we also saw, I, I think it was the Bears first time they've scored 30 points in like four games in a row since like 1960 something. Um, so they're looking really good on offense. I was watching the game Trubisky. One of his picks was terrible. He's still got like one or two throws a game that are really questionable. Um, but the good news is that means he's confident. So those one or two throws are at a cost, but um, it results in some good throws in different parts of the games. He's using his legs too. He got a touchdown there. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. They now moved both games being the same time. So obviously the Bears play the Packers, Rams play the Cardinals. They're both going to be 3 o'clock games on Week 17. Um, The Bears control their own destiny. Actually, all three of these teams control their own destiny, but all three can't win since the Cardinals play the Rams. It's pretty much a win and get in. If the Bears win... Rams versus Cardinals is essentially a elimination game. Whoever loses is out. If the Bears lose, the Rams are automatically in. And then it's just the Cardinals. It's just an elimination game for them. I was kind of talking about week 17 for NFL Red Zone is going to be insane to watch. That is going to be heated up. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, they released their schedule. It's basically going to be all of the AFC games are at noon and then all of the nfc games are at um three o'clock then we'll talk about what the sunday night game is it lines up to be a pretty good sunday night game and either cowboys or giants fans will have um a very stressful sunday night game to watch so 
it it really comes down to can the Bears beat the Packers? The Packers looked really good on Sunday night. They look unbeatable almost with how Rodgers and Adams have been playing. They've had their games where they haven't looked very good. Can the Bears beat them? I don't know. The Bears' defense is still questionable. They had a pretty good game, couple picks against the Jaguars, but it was the Jaguars who also probably didn't want to win. So it's that's a really interesting game. As a Bears fan, I'm not very hopeful, and you really just got to hope the Cardinals lose which is actually most likely not going to happen because Goff is questionable for the Rams. There's a shot he plays. I guarantee you if he's anywhere near being able to play, he will play. Obviously, the Rams might need to win this game to get in the playoffs, so I guarantee you they try to get Goff on the field as much as possible, or else they got to go with the backup, and in that case, I would think the Cardinals would win this one. Both these teams are really weird teams and wise of they have games where they look like they could win the Super Bowl, and they have games, I mean, the Rams lost to the Jets, 49ers lost, or sorry, the Cardinals lost to the 49ers. And this week, Rams did okay against the Seahawks. Their defense did pretty good. Their offense struggled. So even if they have Goff, I, I just don't see him scoring much. It'll come down really the Rams defense. And if the Cardinals defense can clutch up as well, but that game will be good. I, I really don't see the Bears beating the Packers next week. Um, obviously, we'll do more podcasts this week and talk about that more, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Then we've got the NFC East race as kind of another thing between the Washington football team, the Cowboys, and the Giants. The football team lost this week, which really opens the door for the Cowboys and Giants. Um, Cowboys beat the Eagles. That was pretty much an elimination game. So. We saw the Eagles get eliminated there. They can no longer make the playoffs. The Giants still have a possibility, even though they lost to the Ravens. Um, And the football team is still in control, even with their loss to the Panthers. So the football team controls their destiny, winning therein. If they lose, then Cowboys-Giants becomes the NFC East championship. Now, the way it is scheduled on Sunday is really interesting. I believe Cowboys-Giants, it's either at noon or 3 central time, and then the Washington football team versus the Eagles is the Sunday night game. It's really interesting because usually there's at least one game where the division is on the line, so it's going to be weird to have a Sunday night game with the Eagles who are basically playing for nothing but to knock out the football team, but what's going to happen is is the Cowboys and Giants are going to play. One team is going to win that game, and the fans of that team and that team itself are going to have to watch the Sunday night game and be heavy Eagles fans. If the Cowboys win, they'll be watching that Sunday night game rooting for the Eagles. Giants win, they'll be rooting for the Eagles. So it that puts a lot of pressure on the football team. I was almost thinking about how it's kind of unfair to have a team basically like the football team that's so much pressure right now you're putting them on the national stage and one big thing I was to the football team is who's their quarterback Dwayne Haskins is just shitty I I don't know how else to put it um he he hasn't been doing good at all if he starts I don't expect them to win they need Alex Smith back they look really good they beat the Steelers they were going on a run they were 6-8, and eight, but it looked like they could win a playoff game, honestly, with how their defense is playing. As long as their offense puts up around 24, they're going to win. 
now they can't put up 24. I mean, they only let up, I don't know how much they let up to the Panthers. I think it was 20. They still couldn't get enough to win that game. I, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens with them. If Alex Smith plays, I fully expect them to beat the Eagles. If he doesn't play, I expect them to get blown out by the Eagles. I think the Eagles are a good team with Jalen Hurts. They had their moment. They beat the Saints, but now they just lost to the Cowboys. Eagles will definitely try in this game. I'm actually interested to see because, obviously, Eagles are big rivals with the Cowboys, not as much as the Giants. If the Cowboys win, obviously the Eagles know, well, if we win, the Cowboys get in. Do we want that to happen, or would we rather let the football team win? Now, we always talk about this stuff with, like, oh, teams trying to lose games. I sincerely believe that just isn't a thing. You have to remember players are playing for their livelihood, trying to get more money in their contract, playing for their jobs. The Eagles are going to try to win no matter who gets the spot. Um, Even if they win and that means the Cowboys get in, they're still going to try to win. They're not just going to throw the game so the Cowboys don't get in or anything like that. But I, I believe that is so interesting to me that you have it become a Sunday night game. And you'll have one team watching it, knowing if the football team loses, they're in. Uh, that sets up for a really interesting Sunday night game. And I think there's, like I said, usually there's at least one game where two teams, it's like a division championship, but we don't really have that. Um, Obviously, I think you'd wish, I think Cowboys-Giants would be a good one if the football team had already lost, but you can't really predict that, so you're not going to put it there. Um. Then we'll head to the AFC, and what a mess we have in the wild card race. Browns, Dolphins, Ravens, and Titans, as of right now, all control their own destiny, even though some of those teams lost this week. Um, the only one that doesn't technically control their own destiny is the Colts. They would need one of those teams to lose. Um. And you can pretty much simplify this for Week 17, but let's go through all of these teams' games in Week 16. Browns lost to the Jets. This is an interesting one to talk about because obviously it's like, how do you lose to the Jets? Um, and, I mean, I think there's enough blame to put on the league for letting this game happen with the Browns. Um, I haven't really looked into how many players they had out, but the main thing is I think their five starting receivers were out. And a lot of these, the team didn't, know they were going to be out until like 24 hours earlier I think so there was no it it was kind of like snap and all of a sudden half your team's gone it is really interesting to see that this game happened on Sunday realizing that that was the case I think it really kind of came out after the game or almost during the game is when I figured out that they were so shorthanded obviously the Jets had a good game plan they knew they were going to run the ball so they stacked the box making Baker throw it to practice squad receivers. So Jets had a good game plan to win this game. Um, So I I think there's, even though the Browns lost this game, I don't think there's too much worry. Obviously you wish you would have won this game, but um, sadly uh, you'll have to live with the loss there. I think it is a bit questionable what the league's decisions on how they've done stuff with what they've done with the Ravens in the past with moving games. I don't know how much it would have affected the team if they moved it to Monday or Tuesday and wise of people they had, but it at least would have given them one more practice with those people out. And that could sincerely be the difference in this game. 
So I think it's very biased for them to not give the Browns an extra two days and like they did the Ravens and teams like that. So, and especially in week 16, where now, I mean, all of a sudden the Browns could be out of the playoff picture and you could argue that if the league managed this a little better, that could have not been the case. We'll see what happens. It could end up not mattering. We don't know, but I mean, that's, that's a tough break for the Browns. Um, obviously they lost the Jets they pretty much would have lost to anybody. Um, the way to look at it the most is probably which team has the most losable game in week 17. And when you look at that, that's the Browns and Dolphins. They have the hardest opponents next week. Browns have the Steelers. Dolphins have the Bills, um, which are both games I think you expect those teams to lose. I think the Browns could beat the Steelers-Dolphins, being the Bills is a little harder. Steelers and Bills are both fighting for seeding, so I expect them to both play everyone. Um, and, I mean, you mainly look at it as a team is going to miss the playoffs here at 10-6. and six. You look at the Ravens, they've got an easier game. I believe they are playing the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. And then... You've got the Colts have the Jaguars. They should win that. The Titans have the Texans. They should win that. Um, so I lean towards the Dolphins or the Browns being the odd one out at the end of things. I could be wrong, but I, I just think about how depressing it would be for the Browns to be the team that somehow misses the playoffs here at 10-6. and six. It's certainly a possibility. So um, they'll have to go out and play some good football and take care of the Steelers. Obviously, a lot of Browns have called the Steelers overrated. A lot of people are saying the Steelers are overrated. They had a big win against the Colts this week. Browns had a big loss to the Jets. Browns should be back full strength for this game. Steelers are kind of had a big bounce back win. And the Browns got to find a way to rejuvenate themselves to go win this game and ensure they make the playoffs. Now, outside of the playoff picture, we had some games that made... Um, like just made me think about teams that look beatable, look unbeatable. And one thing I think I took away from the Chiefs game was that they definitely do look beatable. Um, Falcons had a chance to win the game with Koo with a 39, or sorry, they had a chance to tie the game. I think I might have said win there. Um, Koo missed a 39-yard field goal to tie the game. So the Chiefs win that. They do clinch the bye. It'll be interesting to see what they do week 17. Obviously, do you sit people going into a bye week? I don't know. Maybe you at least play them for a half. Um, but, I mean, this game was a really low-scoring game. And with it being the Falcons, the Chiefs definitely look beatable where you never know if they could come out and play a bad game. Now, in the playoffs, this team might perform a little better. Um, the players might not come out sleeping and stuff like that if it's the playoffs. And if they go down, they'll definitely have the ability to come back. But they definitely are beatable. Um, obviously, I think the Chiefs almost kind of have a switch. where like, oh, we're down 10. Turn the switch on, and all of a sudden they're, they're the Super Bowl team that we saw last year. Another thing that was big was the Packers. That offense is unstoppable, man. We saw them on Sunday night have another great game against the Titans. And they didn't clinch the bye. They had a chance if the Rams would have won, but they didn't. Um, all they need to do is beat the Bears and get it. So they'll probably be playing all their starters. 
I I don't think they'll lose the bye. Um, I mean, it, I'd be stunned if they lost the bye, honestly. But I kind of talked about it. If they get the bye, I don't see how anyone beats the Packers in Green Bay in the playoffs. I kind of go through the list. Saints, they're, they have their games where they don't look good. Breeze looks washed sometimes. Seahawks, they have their games where they sometimes somehow struggle on offense. Their defense is definitely um, a little worse. And the, I mean, their defense is still good. They've been doing better lately. They did real good against the Rams. But I think the Packers could get through them. I just don't see a team that can really stop them. Obviously, they did lose to the Bucs. Maybe if they got the Bucs, they'd lose that one. But if this NFC runs through Green Bay, I fully expect the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. That offense has been cooking. They just look unstoppable. Um, They have had their games where they haven't performed, so they're definitely still beatable, but the Saints and Seahawks look solid as well. So they've got a chance to go on a run and finish the season strong, and we'll see if anyone can beat the Packers, but if it's in Green Bay, I don't see how a team wins that. Um, Another big story was obviously the draft. We saw the Jaguars clinch the first pick in the draft, so it almost guarantees Trevor Lawrence will be going to the Jaguars. Justin Fields will be going to the Jets. Uh, What a turn in the last two weeks. It seemed like the Jets had it locked down, but now Jags fans have something to look forward to. Um, But the Jets, I mean, with their two wins, they look like a capable team to, to build something on. Um, and I kind of talked about both these quarterbacks are very good. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is obviously a step above him, where maybe no matter who's coaching him, he can perform. But I think both these, both the Jets and Jaguars will probably have new coaching um, going into next year. I think it's just a matter of which coaching staff can do better with a new quarterback, whether it's Lawrence or Fields. They both have the ability to develop into star quarterbacks. It's a matter of what organization can do a better job of developing them. Obviously, both these guys will probably be day one starters, um, so it'll be interesting to see next season with their development. I think you could see Fields being better quarterback than Lawrence. I know I have one friend from Ohio State that always talks about that, or not from Ohio State, but is an Ohio State fan. It kind of talks about how he thinks Fields will be better than Lawrence. I think that's a possibility. NFL is a way different story than college, but um, it'll be interesting to see what what happens. Uh, then tonight we've got Bills versus Patriots. Um, obviously, this game's only important for the Bills, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots try to take a shot at them. But I also think if anyone's going to lose a game on purpose, it's going to be Bill Belichick trying to get a better pick. Um, so he may want to lose this game to get a better pick knowing him. Um, but either way, I think I expect the Bills to win this one. I don't think they'll go into this one sleeping like some people think they might. Um, so I, I think I expect the Bills to take this one big. If the Bills win, they'll hang on to the second seed. If they lose, they would actually fall to the three seed, I believe. Um, and then the Bills got the Dolphins next week. But that is the Monday night football game. I expect the Bills to take this one big, to be honest. But we'll see where it goes. It could, it could go either way. Um, but... uh but we'll see where it goes. So to end the podcast here, let's talk some baseball real quickly. We saw a big trade, or not a big trade, I think it was just free agency. Blake Snell 
went to the San Diego Padres. Obviously, I haven't been talking baseball. I'll talk baseball more when it gets near the season. There's not much to talk about right now, so I'll probably put some signings in every now and then. Padres got a big signing in Blake Snell. Um, that's big. I That really actually gives the Dodgers some real competition in the division, which has not been a thing in a while. Um, I mean, obviously the Padres made the playoffs last season. So we'll see what the Padres can do this season. That's another good pitcher to add on top of the pitchers they already have. Um, I I think they have a legitimate shot to go on a run next year, but we'll, we'll see where that goes. We'll talk more about it when MLB season comes around. Another thing I want to talk about, I was supposed to go to the Music City Bowl um, coming up here on Wednesday, I believe, but it got canceled can't go see Mizzou play anymore, so it actually opened up maybe for me to do one more podcast tomorrow. Um, in wise of scheduling for the next podcast, I'll most likely take New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. I believe that is Thursday and Friday, correct? So I'll probably have another podcast tomorrow going over Monday night and more NBA stuff. And then I'll for sure have one come out. Ah, I'll probably have come out one Wednesday going over college football playoff stuff. And then I won't come back until Saturday. And Saturday we'll go over week 17 picks and what to look forward to. But that's all we've got on this podcast for December 28th. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow with more NBA action. Have a good one. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. I'll see you guys later.